So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, everyone. This is O.L. And this is Sway. Of MarriedPernodLife.com. This yep. is where we help high-achieving married entrepreneurs who want to generate more, clar- generate more income, get more clarity, and, of course, leave a lasting impact. And we are pioneering a path for married preneurs that disrupts the cycle of settling to, to establish a radical family empire we are legacy builders and we're super thrilled you're here today if this is your first time listening welcome to the married Penal life podcast if you are returning then you are now family so welcome fam what is up we're glad you're here today we're going to talk about something that i think one of the biggest questions that has come up over the years but even more recently at married Penal live our live event that we recently did um back in November, one of the main questions was around pricing. Like, how do you know the right price? How do you know how to price your product, your service? Now, there are some things when it comes to your products, products per se, like you can look at um, the industry and it may just be something very specific. But by and large, even that, there's always ways to add more value than what the market normally sees. So you can always increase the value you can always show that it's worth more than someone else who's just offering the bare necessities. You know what's so interesting about this, sweetheart? Mm-hmm. What's that? I find that no matter where married entrepreneurs are in their journey or where their business mm-hmm. is or what phase it's in, this whole thing about pricing is just a common question that we often get. Yep. It's a common challenge and a common struggle. And I, I mean, it's obvious if it's like, you know, Many entrepreneurs who are really just sort of launching for the first time, that's understandable too. But it's also for those who've been in business for a while, they've been successful, but maybe they're ready to scale and they're changing some things. And so they're asking themselves, you know, how should we go about pricing? And so pricing is not unique to one particular group of entrepreneurs married entrepreneurs but it's really a common thing that i think a lot of them deal with yeah definitely so and i think quick segue or like breakaway it's not really a segue to anything um we are in the car so you may hear mrs ways miss ways <laughs> i don't know if she's married or not but the ways app right. is she married that's mrs so ways funny. um you may hear her giving us some insight on which way to go so that's that or some excited passionate nyc drivers wanting to share their love for driving right you may hear that as well so as we were now there's some things that pricing absolutely says about a lot about you i believe how you price something is it's like a reflection it's a reflection of a couple things that we're gonna i think we should dive in today into uh pricing is a reflection of what you think about your business pricing is a reflection of what you think about like who your market your is, market. Mm-hmm. right? And then pricing is a reflection of what you think about yourself, yes. your own beliefs. Absolutely. So we can um, dive in that real quick. See, there's those passionate 
uh, drivers. Yeah, it's just loving life and just wanting to share the love of and driving their, on the road. And their excitement for and getting to their destination. excitement for getting there. Did you <laughs> hear that honking horn? We understand. It's relentless. Relentless. Um, but okay. yeah, so pricing says a lot about your business. Largely, it says... Well, it, it could say a couple of things. It could say, one... <laughs> how long you've been in business. Mm -hmm. I mean, it can say that. And that is not necessarily a bad thing, but just know that that's one thing that it can say. It can also say that your business, um, it can speak to the level of sophistication. Yeah. It could speak to the level of expectation, custom, expectation and yep. customer service. Yeah. Obviously, the less you pay for something, the less <laughs> Come on. customer service you expect. Yeah, you just know. And obviously, the the opposite is true so when in that the more you pay then the more you expect and so it's mm -hmm. just interesting because you have to really ask yourself we have to ask ourselves as married entrepreneurs what do we want to say about our business and then mm -hmm. use that whatever we determine that is mm -hmm. as an influencer mm -hmm. to our pricing yes absolutely because either way you're it's <laughs> your pricing is going to reflect back on your business. It's going to reflect whether you like like it or not, believe it or not. People look at you, they see the price or something they and I'm not saying you as a person, but you as an entity as your business and and you just have to be okay with knowing what you're saying with your pricing. And that makes a big difference also to who your like when we talked about your pricing speaks to uh your who your what your business is or about your business mm -hmm. it also is a reflection of who you are marketing to because uh there are certain people who are always the ones who are like i just want to get the best rate like always like that i just want to yeah we call them rate shoppers yeah they're basically going around looking for the best rate and mm -hmm. whoever has the lowest price that day gets that, their business that's the ones who, but there's nothing amazing about being the second cheapest in the marketplace because then you'll always be beat out. And if you're always going off a price, then you're always going to be uh, losing as far as being profitable. And so if anything, why not be the most, offer the most value and be at the top of your game, right? Like why not, why not you? Why not be the best at what it is that you do? Yeah, and let me just give a little bit of a, you know, perspective on that. So like if, if, you, if you want to say, you know what, based on what I do and based on our business and based on what I think, I don't want to charge, quote unquote, that much. And that's a relative term, of course. Mm -hmm. But let's say you, you, you do want to go the cheaper route, then just know what that will require for you to be profitable. That's going to and require then, a certain, that's going to require massive right. volume. Right. And generally speaking, when you have mass volume, you don't always or the, the the buyer doesn't the customer doesn't always get mass value right because so, it's mass volume <laughs> right and so basically it, it's a reflection of who your market is so you attract or repel a market based on your pricing if you are too cheap like if your pricing is too low for something um people will actually feel like something is wrong with it yes yes right? especially for a very uh, discretionary discerning buyer yeah and and I'll say this much about it if you think that your pricing is separate from your marketing it is then not. you're really missing the point right. the reality is is that your pricing 
is actually a part of your marketing. Yeah. So a lot of times I say, and I, and I want to make that clear because sometimes as as married entrepreneurs, we want to focus on marketing, mm-hmm. and then we think that pricing is something altogether different. Mm-hmm. But the two are really interconnected because yeah. your pricing actually speaks. It actually supports. It's like an underpinning mm-hmm. to your marketing. So you don't want to talk, you know, high ticket language, but then have you know, low ticket pricing because or vice then, versa. Or vice versa because the person's gonna mm-hmm. that's what we would call a mixed signal. Yeah. And a confused and so, buyer won't won't do anything. Yeah, they won't buy. So um also if a customer or a pr- prospect sees a product or service and the pricing is maybe higher than what they're accustomed to, it may build curiosity in them to say, Why is this more? Like what is it that makes point. it so different from somebody else you know down the street so and then this ties directly into the next thing we want to talk about your pricing is a reflection of your belief in yourself like your belief in what you're offering your belief in the transformation that you can you have the ability to bring or not like that's what your pricing does and oftentimes we run across far too many maripreneurs who forget or they just haven't tapped into the value that and the transformation that their business their product and their services bring so what they do is they find themselves comparing only to those others in their market uh, versus saying, well, how can we show like we're really knocking it out the park? And that also that comes down to your messaging, right? And and your belief Absolutely. that all ties into your belief system about your own self, about your own self and your ability to bring transformation. There's so many times we've talked to couples and we're like, OK, so why are you charging this? I'm like, do you like what happens if they don't get your service, if they don't get your product, they're like, well, their marriage is going to fall apart. Well, how much is that worth? Like, yeah. how much, like, how can, you can't you even put a price on that, you know? But you can at least, like, say, well, an attorney would cost this much. So, you know what I'm saying? So, what yes. are you, what are you really, are you really understanding the, the power of the, of the impact that you're bringing to the table, to the marketplace, to the public square, when you open your doors as a business. And so I think that's so important that your your internal belief system has to be shifted. Yeah, and I think to your point, a good way to shift it is to work from worst case scenario. Yeah. So what will happen if your market doesn't get this? Worst case work, scenario. Work from there and then you can back into yeah. your pricing and that'll help shift your mindset. You can always, yeah, you can always put pricing like just start off with the basics so and and that's why we're like i'm very mindful to not throw out numbers to somebody when they're like how much should i charge for this my thing is like how much is it worth if they don't get it like that there's a cost in that there's a cost that comes with not getting whatever it is that you're offering and you have to think about that we have to think about that like okay if you don't do this, then you stay where you are. You stay in pain. But like, how bad do you want that pain to go away? And then, what does that 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 pain being gone? How does that impact all the other areas of your life? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like this, it's just so powerful when you really believe, you really understand. I think understanding comes first, and then the belief comes. So you really have to first understand the power and the value that you bring to the marketplace with your business that's that self-belief so your pricing actually is a reflection of your belief in yourself too last thing is what happens as maripreneurs like what should we do what should be done if or when you and your spouse are not on the same page about your pricing structure say one of you has that new deep belief 
you know, new belief system and like, you know what, babe, let's go ahead and let's double these prices because we know what's going to happen. Like we know what the end result is going to be. But then maybe the spouse is like, yeah, no, I'm not really with that. I don't, we're not going to, then they're, we're not going to get any business then, right? If we do something like that, like either, it can go either way. So I think we should talk about just some ways, these are reality things, you know, um, to get on back on the same page and just speaking from our own experience as well. Yeah. So I can speak from our experience from my standpoint. I, there have been definitely times throughout our entrepreneurial journey where we were not on the same page about the pricing or even really how to approach the pricing. And here's what I've learned over the years. And that is to a step off from the pedestal of my opinion and trust the test. And here's what I mean by trust the test. So a, I step off of my, off the pedestal of my opinion. So oftentimes we have deep convictions and deep opinions about why we think we should do a thing a certain way. And they're very real to us. And and there's there's nothing wrong with that. At the same time, I think it's good to say, okay, well, let's let the market decide Mm -hmm. and we'll put it out there. And I would say, go with the higher number, you know, put it out there and say, you know, if one of you says, I think we should charge X, Y, Z. And the other one is like, man, I don't know. That might be too much. I mean, if that's the case, I would say trust the test. Trust the test. And we've done that. And sometimes we've proven to to maybe be a bit over the top. And sometimes we've proven uh, <laughs> that we were not charging enough. Mm-hmm. And and there are some signs that can reveal that. But I, th- I would say step off the pedestal of your opinion. And that's what I had to do as a husband. And I also would just say then to trust the test test it and let that and let that dictate yeah um, thank you for that and something that you just said i don't necessarily agree with but i think it's important to share just the two different um viewpoints so you mentioned i don't know if you actually meant it this way but just want to clarify if so then that's fine but you mentioned go with the higher one first the high like if we were thinking two different price points and you said to test the higher one first did you mean to say that Yes, I did say that. Okay, so I was thinking the opposite. And so I was thinking, and I don't even remember how we did it, but I know we did it, um, that I would think to go with the lower one first and then use that as a test to say this is for a limited time um, only and then see how well that goes. And um, after that limited time is over, then increase it. But I never like to go from one price and then just decrease that price of the same item i would like i would rather take some things away from that offer before i don't i don't ever recommend personally just decreasing the price just because i can decrease it i think it's important to understand the positioning of pricing as well and so um you know like if you go to a fast food restaurant and they say you can get a burger or you can get a meal um so the offer is is either the burger by itself or the whole meal i always like to offer something with as a meal versus just a la carte and so i'm always like showing like because when you present a solution to somebody of course we know that you're also presenting another problem for them to solve you know so when you give somebody somebody needs you know their problem is they need to get to work they need a car they get a car now the problem is they need to get you know uh oil changer they need to get new tires you know because they have this new car which is a solution but now they have a problem and then we have to get gasoline you know all these different things come up with it so what are those other 
areas that you can provide solutions to around that main thing i like to do that way and then start on the lower end and then increase it now if it if we overshoot and like you know what actually people if they don't even see the value in this then instead of just bringing the price down alone i would say let's take some of the items off and then bring the price down that's me personally okay so and i and i, and I appreciate that and i actually agree with what you're saying oh, look at that. let me add a qualifier to my earlier statement too okay the reason why i like going with the higher price first mm -hmm. if i can go with your with your meal analogy okay i've never bought a meal mm -hmm. where the main thing i wanted was so low that i would just buy the main thing by itself in other words if i were to go to a fast food restaurant and i wanted a particular meal it's usually the sandwich and let's just say that that's what they do is sandwiches it's usually the burger or the sandwich yeah. that i really really want right that is priced so strategically high mm -hmm. that it makes then no, it, it it becomes a no-brainer for me to get the meal right. so as an example if the meal is eight dollars and the sandwich is six mm -hmm. but i can get fries and a drink for two then I'm gonna go with the meal right. because what I really want is the sandwich. Right, but you may so, not say that though. I may not say that, but but I'm okay. just I was speaking from the standpoint if they assume mm -hmm. or if they have the confidence or if they know, let me use that word. Mm -hmm. If you know that what you're offering is the thing that they and I got off of them, is well, the thing that yeah. they really, really want then I would start higher. And the other reason why I would say that is because if it's one thing that we have discovered to be consistent with, with married entrepreneurs, rarely ever are they charging too much. And most often, they're charging far too little. Right. And so it may be, I hear what you're saying, it may be easy for you to say now you would go higher, but there have been situations where I felt like we should go higher and you were like no we want to stay at this price point Admittedly so in, true right yes. so in those situ so in those uh oh mrs ways is on so in those situations though it would be likely that you would be fighting to say well let's go lower first you wouldn't just jump and say let's go high first there was a point mm -hmm. i'm just saying as an yes, example because yes. that and that happened right. but i've learned a lot since then. i know we're just talking to, right. we're giving examples to people yes. who maybe who haven't crossed that bridge yet so those who well, are that, I want to qualify that right so they may not want to go high first they may want to go low and i think you can do either one it just depends on what you're gonna what you're gonna offer in the offer and like what strategy you're Agreed. gonna go i think you just need to know what you know what strategy you're gonna if you're gonna offer the high one first and then you're gonna go lower just don't you better take something out that's all i know so you can show that you you're not diluting your value and you're just saying okay we're gonna take these things out but now it's gonna be this price point um and just play around with it that way or just i would say start lower and then and then see the result from that and then leave that for a limited time to see if it's really if it's really if people are responding to it and then go higher um and you can even add more value on it as well too so it just depends you can go either way but i think it's just important to know that there are options with that so hopefully that's helpful because that's just real life especially you know as married really these cars um as married entrepreneurs it's easy to to uh, just talk about business here on the podcast, and we don't want to overlook the fact that we're married, <laughs> and so we want to talk about these differences of opinions as well. There's nothing wrong with differences; it's actually a good thing. So we embrace yeah, them. It's actually a benefit. Ab absolutely a benefit. So anyway, hopefully you all have enjoyed this episode of the Married Penal Life podcast. If so, you know you can subscribe, rate, and review. Review. And we'll look forward to checking y'all out on the next episode. Yes, and you all continue to live powerfully, profitably, profitably, 
and purposefully in sync. Until next time, y'all. Y'all have a good one. Peace out. <laughs>Hey, everyone. Hopefully you've enjoyed this episode of the Mary Pinner Life podcast. Yes. And if you would like to stay connected, be sure to head on over to MarriedPreneurLife.com where you can find more of our podcast episodes, our blogs, our free downloads and trainings and so many other things. So stay connected over there. All right. Y'all have a good one. And remember to keep living powerfully, profitably and purposefully in sync. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>